0: Bitches! It's the Morning Bitches podcast on election day in our country. Some of you might like what I have to say. Some of you may not. Whatever. I'm a Democrat through and through. Let me tell you a little bit history of my family because there are some Republicans now. I love them as family members, but not their politics. Okay. So my mother's family came from Europe. There were four brothers and two sisters. There was Uncle Sam, Uncle Izzy, Uncle Harry, Uncle Benny. And then there was my grandmother, her sister, Ida. Okay. So the four brothers were socialists in in Europe, in Poland, you know, in, in, not in Poland, uh, in Kiev, that whole area, you know, uh, And the czar hated them, really. Of course, he hated, you know, he was the czar. So, of course, he's going to hate people fighting for things, you know, the rights of the people, the paupers, you know. And my grandparents uh, had a store in a market. Uh, My grandmother, my great grandmother, not my grandmother. My great-grandmother Simienta, which is who I'm named after in Yiddish, and I'm Jewish. We all know I'm Jewish, right? Of course, right. So Simienta, which is uh, they figured it out when I was born, it should be Sandra Jane, so I was named after her. Anyway, Yenta's a very familiar character in Fiddler on the Roof. She's the matchmaker and all that stuff. So my, my grandmother's brother's, escaped the Ukraine and came to America in the early 1900s. And much to my surprise and learning, like there was only that still remained Uncle Sam a socialist and believing that everything's for the people. The other three brothers became very successful business owners. And I never really followed their politics. I don't really want to know, but... My grandmother and grandfather were Democrats, okay? My parents were Democrats. I have voted Democrat since I started voting in 1968 when we were 21. You couldn't vote until you were 21 in, in the 1960s. I voted, of course, against Richard Nixon. Come on. And I was a big Kennedy supporter. Let me tell you this. John F. Kennedy... But Robert Kennedy was my true hero. He cared about everybody. When he was assassinated, politically, I just fell apart because I really believed in his politics. Should the guy, Sir Han, Sir Hans, get out of prison? Are you asking me? No, because he killed him. All right? And I don't care how, many, how good he's been in prison. Forget about it. All right? Forget about it, as my friend on TikTok, Big Carew says. Forget about it. Coming from Brooklyn, that's what I say as well. Now I've been drinking my morning bitches, out of my morning bitches coffee cup. So I've always voted Democrat, okay? Years later, come to find out, of course, that one of my uncles and aunts became Republicans. My own brother became a Republican. God rest his soul. I love him. He voted for Nixon. Oh my God. And Reagan. Oh my God. Trickle down economy we're talking about here. Yeah, the poor people are gonna trickle down from your ass, is what I'm saying. Or from your your pee-pee. Yeah, uh, you know, your urine, your trickle-down economy from your urine, Mr. Reagan. Okay, President Reagan. Yeah, Newt Rockney, right? Win one for the Gipper. The Gipper okay? And Nancy Reagan, Nancy Davis Reagan, you know, if she was any skinnier, she'd blow over in the wind. (laughs) Anyway, but I've always voted Democrat, okay? I live in Los Angeles, voted in 1976 for Jimmy Carter, the most underlooked and underappreciated president of the United States is Jimmy Carter. And I love you, Jimmy Carter. I'm just saying. Anyway, I vote absentee ballot because I don't trust, you know, they're going to steal that box, those Republicans. I hate to say it, you Republican, but you steal those voting boxes from a lot of people in a lot of places and dump them. But I vote early voting. That's what I do. And I'm so happy I do. And I have, I have the wherewithal and the ability to do that, you know, in this country, this is the only country really, of course, Canada too, where we can vote. We can vote. We have the freedom to vote for who we want. Look at what happened two years ago. Look at this country now over this monster, the mon- the ex-monster in charge. And he is a monster. He's a, he's a sociopath. He's disgusting. He's just, you know, really just a horrible, horrible individual. That, first of all, that hair, we're talking ugly hair. Let's talk about that. And how much does he weigh? Listen, I'm a chubby chaser from way back. I love chubby men. That's my thing. But that, oh, my God, disgusting. Ugh. And people follow him. They follow him like dogs in heat. I mean, his own family, his own, not his immediate family, because they're afraid as hell to, like, cross him in any way. But... The other family members like Mary Trump. God bless you, Mary Trump. Hopefully, one day maybe I'll have you on my podcast. That would be amazing for me. I'm a nobody, I'm a nothing. I'm TikTok Bubby. I shouldn't say I'm a nobody or a nothing. That's demeaning me. I have a huge following on TikTok, you know, and I'm an actor, you know, comedian, personality, you name it, I am. Okay, but Republicans, you can forget it. I'm not a Republican. I never have been. But you know, this is the first year I've taken a little turn. In mayor election, I did not vote for Karen Bass because she's a Scientologist, I've heard. And if you know anything about Scientology, if you know about it, because I know a lot about it. Let me tell you, Ed and me, we lived in Los Feliz and Hollywood for years. And I lived, we lived right up the street from that solid Scientology Celebrity Center. That's what I'm saying. And you should see those poor people. You know, Leah Remini, I would love you to come on my podcast too, because you know what happened. Your family was ingrained in that. If you have no money, of course, you know, I shared the other day about this gal on TikTok whose husband had left her and how my second husband left me for another woman that he met at work, okay? That's right. But getting back to, I don't know why, I just just went on to another tangent about that. So I had no money when my ex-husband and I split up. Nothing. There was just me and my son, and we survived. But the Scientologists, those... They started like inching towards me on the corner of Vermont and Sunset Boulevard trying to give me their cards. Come on in. We'll take care of you. My ass, they'll take care of you. They wouldn't take care of a flea, okay? This is how what they do. You go in there. Let's say you've had lots of secrets. Of course, I have lots of things that I've done in my life. They put you through this, I don't know what it's called, some sort of a thing. I'm not sure. where you sit in there and you tell them all your lie detector or whatever, all your secrets, whatever you're hiding. Then when you become famous, like some of the famous Scientologists who are actors, you become really famous. And then what happens? Then they have everything against you. So if you leave Scientology, not only do they come after you, they send these barrages of people. And I've had experiences with Scientologists and the In the apartments that Cameron and I used to live on, Edgemont and Franklin, there was this matchmaker Scientologist. She was a real piece of work. They think their own way, and they think their way is the only way you should be. So she was the world's worst driver ever. She would come out of the, the, the place where we parked like a bat out of hell. And of course, one day, much to nobody's surprise, what happens to her? She gets hit by another car and really is, you know, in the hospital. She's at home. And I said, let me know, honey, if you need anything. She goes, you should take care of me. I should take care of you? That's the way you approach me? What are you kidding me? I'm not going to take care of you. You need some coffee. You need something like that. I ain't going to take care of you. Let your friends in Scientology take care of you, girl. So that's the way the Scientologies are. Scientologists, they come on strong and tough and they try and suck you in. And then once they get you in there, you sweep up their sweepings on the street. That's right. They make you do that. You you know, and that's why I didn't vote for Cameron Bass, because I think she's a Scientologist. I don't want a Scientologist running my city. Not that the mayor runs our city. It's just a figurehead position. Okay, the city council runs Los Angeles. So I voted for Rick Caruso. Okay. He was a Republican. He changed his party affiliations. I voted for him because I think he can do something. You know, we have so many homeless people here, 60,000. It's a rainy, horrible day here in Los Angeles. Horrible, terrible. And where are these people living in tents? So Rick Caruso, I know, could do something. I believe, I believe that Rick Caruso could do something. I hope he does. So I voted for him. I voted for a lot of other prepositions. Prepositions, listen to me. Preposition H, who doesn't use that? (laughs) Right? Propositions, you know. So it's very important, I think, for all of us to... You know, focus on and vote. I, you know, I'm for Fetterman. I'm gonna tell you that Dr. Oz is a big phony as far as I'm concerned. You know, I if I was in Florida, I vote for Chris. That's right. And you know, I I vote straight across the ticket. I'm a big Biden supporter. A lot of people, you know, when they ask me, I go, Yep, I voted for Biden and I will do it again if he runs again. And then the conspiracy theory of Nancy Pelosi's husband having a male prostitute come in and beat the hell out of him, these conspiracy theories, you know, like people don't believe, people to the right don't believe that we went to the moon in 1969. Come on, that's ridiculous. And the conspiracy theories of who killed who, you know, who, who, It just blows my mind. I know I'm ranting and raving about how people from the right hate Jews. They hate us. You know, I've shared about this before. They hate us. They think we have all the money. Let me tell you something. Our family had no money, okay? We did the best we could. My mother and grandmother went to work. They were the sole support of the family, and I became that. So we have no money. There are Jews in power that have some money. Good for them. God bless them. Let them make lots of money. I hope they do. But to give up the right to vote, I would never do that. I have always voted, and I, I will always vote until the day I die. I'm just talking here. And I will always vote Democratic which I always have. And I'm a Democrat. You know, McGovern was a great, great Democrat. If you ever read any of his things, I think I have something on here. Oops, that's my phone. Me pulling. I'm the worst. <laughs> anyway, so let's see what I have here. I want to see George McGovern. And I'm going to talk about some of the people. He was great. George McGovern. Yeah, there he is. George McGovern. George McGovern. Oh, I loved him. He was a former U.S. senator, and he was amazing. And some of the things that he said, you know, his presidential campaign in 72, okay? He was from South Dakota. I voted for him. You know, he had a short, and he was just an amazing, a thing that he wrote, I'm looking here, and to see what he said about being a Democrat, here it is. I love this. I seek the presidency because I believe deeply in the American promise and can no longer accept the diminishing of that promise. This was in 72, okay? I make one pledge above all others, to seek and speak the truth with all the resources of mind and spirit. I command, I seek to call America home to those principles that gave us birth. Oh, my God, George McGovern. Just unbelievable. He ran on a platform that advocated withdrawal from the Vietnam War, okay? and amnesty for draft evaders who had left the country. It's another thing he did. So he also included the above-board reduction in defense spending over the years, okay? So that was part of it. Anyway. So I love George McGovern. You know, he was amazing in what he said, why he was a Democrat, you know, and and just I'm looking at all the movie stars that wanted him and voted for him. And, you know, anyway, so he was amazing. And I just, you know, anyway, whatever. So he didn't win, um, unfortunately. And we got you know who back then in 72. Tricky Dicky. And then a year later, guess what happened to Tricky Dicky Nixon, huh? What do you think? (laughs) You know what happened if you know anything about that. So anyway, whatever. So I'm just looking here to see if I could find anything about, you know, more stuff that I had said about why he's a Democrat, you know, and amazing and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, there you go. And helping the poor, the nation's poor. Minimum incomes and minim, minimum wage to be increased. Anyway, so final days, he was just amazing. So I just want to say that as much as I could see, you know, what I said and so forth and so on, you know. So I'm just going about George McGovern, who I loved, and Jimmy Carter, of course, <clears throat> Barack Obama. Every Democrat. So I I just wanted to talk about, you know, the election today. Please vote. Don't give up your right as an American because you don't think anything's going to happen. Because your vote counts. Do you hear me? Your vote counts. If I said anything else to you today that you haven't liked anyway, Please remember that TikTok Bobby loves you so much. Ma Kitty, S.J. Mendelson, Morning Bitches podcast. Vote because your life does depend on it. You know that? So that's all I wanted to say to you today. I hope it helps. It You know me, unless I have a guest on, it's not going to be a live podcast. So anyway, I just thought I would say that to you. Um, You're wonderful, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're intelligent, you're gorgeous. And if nobody told you they love you today, I love you because you are you. And don't forget that. Okay, bye. Love ya.